Did you go and see the Batman by yourself? I guess this is like a. I guess we should probably do an intro to this, shouldn't we? Um, <laughs> I guess. Hi, Jacob. We're back in the studio together for real this time. This is just a bit that I keep doing in some vain hope that one day I'll be sitting next to you actually in the studio. What are we going to be talking about? We saw the vampire of crime himself, Batman. Batman. Because it's Robert Pattinson and he was a vampire in Twilight. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And it's that's bats. great. It's good. It works on two levels because there's also vampire bats. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Uh, We're watching. We, we watch the bat who is a man, uh, not to be confused with the man who is a bat. And uh, see, that's weird. I was thinking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say the Batman, everybody knows it's mm-hmm. Batman. If you say man bat, everybody knows it's the famous anti-hero slash villain man sure. bat. Uh, and then if you say the bat who is a man, it sounds like you're actually referring to man bat, not Batman. And if you say the man who is a bat. Man is a bat. The bat who is a man. That's interesting, yeah. The bat who, you see? It's, there's something there. There's something there. there. This I, was a, there's something there. That should there. be what they call for the sequel, for sure. Um, <laughs> this, this. <laughs> Oh, Mad Bat? No, the Bat Who Is a Man. Yeah, go yeah, for it. I, I like that. The Bat Who Is a Man, I like that yeah. a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw it. We're going to talk about it uh, timely, because it will come out a year after this has already passed, so. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's fine. Evergreen content, right? Who wants to man? I guess I have to man on the street, right? Uh, you can if you want. I mean... How does it work again? I have to explain it in under a minute. <laughs> it's not really ever been that that detailed, but uh, <laughs> sure. Let's let's go with these these. I got a I got a recorded. Well, it's just a guy on the street. Yeah. It's just like under yeah. like like basically in a sentence to uh, try and try and uh, uh, convince somebody to go there. I guess it started off. It started sure. off as a. <laughs> <laughs> very early on i don't know we've never kept a stri- set strict oh man we've never kept a strict structure so you know who cares uh it's just funny because uh, he generally uh would would trail off into um ambiguity so it's funny for me maybe not anybody else but uh i laugh <laughs> so uh i'm walking down the street i bump into you and i go hey haven't seen you in a long time I just saw this new film. Hey, yeah. It's called The Man Who Is a Bat, The Batman. I know what you're saying. Hey, I've already seen Batman series. I've already seen sure. um, uh, Ben Affleck. Right. Uh, who? Uh, George Clooney. Val <laughs> Those Kilmer. Those are the first ones, Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the first ones. Um, 
Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd like for, is there any others? I mean, we're talking about. Are we talking about animated series? I am a Batman expert. Oh yeah. Uh, that you bumped into on the street. Yeah, yeah. Who's the Who's the voice actor? Kevin for, Conroy. Kevin Conroy. All great classics. Sure, you can even go into the video games. Will but... Arnett did the voice in Lego Batman. You know. Uh, true. That's true. Didn't mean to cut you off there, sir, but. Uh... No, no, that's good. It's good. This, now we're in a dialogue. This is great. This is a lot more than I was expecting. Uh, now, in this, the Batman, because it's very important to say the mm. Batman here, there is no origin story. We already know right. it. You and me, everybody, we get it. So this movie, basically starting in media res, we've got the Batman. He's already Batmanning, and he's kind of a weird loner. He's just in, in the world. He doesn't sleep. He listens to Kurt Cobain. He does. He looks like Kurt Cobain. He does. The 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 landscape is dark and dreary. It's noir. It's it's bleak. It's depressing. Are you in? Are, how can you make this more interesting? I know. Bring in the talent of famed actor Paul Dano to play the villain, and there you go. Two weird loners <laughs> duking it out in a weird city. Two weird loners. <laughs> coming soon um yeah that's yeah, a pretty I'm... good estimation actually two weird loners that's actually you know honestly it's yeah. a pretty good tagline uh, pretty, or summary pretty... <laughs> yeah uh uh i'm not sure if that would make you want to see the film, no that's but um that's that's just yeah. to get that's to get any synopsis out of the way um if you are justice please do not lie what is the price for your blind eye? The hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. Whoa! This guy's crazy! You're part of this too. Before before we get into GBU, um, uh, I I will just kind of some first impressions. Is originally I was not very interested in this uh, particular film, um, specifically because there have been so many dark and gritty kind of remakes or reboots of said character and. Um, uh, they haven't been done necessarily the the greatest. Um, just thinking mm -hmm. of uh, Zack Snyder, who we've talked about a lot. Uh, oh yeah, Zack. But Snyder. I think you could also include like you know Joker, uh, Todd Phillips's uh, new yeah. thing in this kind of dark, gritty, realistic, grounded. Like, why do we always have to mm -hmm. take it there? You know. Um, even you so, know what? Even I'm gonna mm -hmm. say it happened even before that with Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Christopher Nolan is. It's basically just Jason Bourne in a costume. Like, <laughs> I I actually rewatched them recently. Okay. Um, not all of them, but I rewatched like uh, the first one begins begins sure. and then uh, the Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, these are like are not as good as I remember, <laughs> or like, or rather, more like I like just. It's just like a weird techno James Bond with a mask on. Like it just He loves James Bond. Yeah. So that actually makes a lot of sense. 
it just really felt more like you you didn't have to have it be Batman. It could have just been a different thing, and the story would have kind of remained the the mm-hmm. same. Um, yeah. So no, I mean, I've I've that, always said, I've yeah. always said, I, I have always said this actually that like like Dark Knight, good film. Um, uh, but mm-hmm. I feel like people forget a lot of aspects of it about like specifically how yeah. long it is. Like I don't know, for me personally, maybe <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah. a that's just a, a personality like a, like a like a thing about that. But uh, it drags, man. Um, some yeah, parts. For sure. uh, yeah, so so I guess you know, um, in a lot of ways, Snyder and and all these other people, really it feels and, and and the trailers for this movie really made it feel kind of like Baby's first Batman in terms of like oh I read, I read uh, Dark Knight uh, Returns or like any Frank yeah, yeah. Miller comic books or Year One, mm-hmm. which I think this does actually have a lot of inspiration from. So, so originally I was kind of like, I'm burnt out on that because it was really fun when I was 14 years old, but, um, I don't know, <laughs> spent a lot of time in that. And, uh, it's, 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 it seems like that's gotten a lot more play than, um, than other, other things out there. Um, I, I mean, I get, I get that like people are burnt out on Marvel. I get it as well, but, um, uh, general, I, 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 I don't need to have um, dark and dour all the time. So that's that's how I felt going like like my initial reactions yeah, to the trailer sure. itself. But um, I'll just say, I mean, this is kind of giving away a little bit of you know delving into these other sections. Yeah. But uh, I was I was actually I was surprisingly good on this. Yeah. Although I will again reveal later on, I, I probably my my cards or whatever. <laughs> Weirdly, I'm very tepid about yeah. this in general. Even though on the like like when I think about it from a logical perspective, yeah. I'm like this is actually probably my favorite version. Yeah, um, of the live actions for sure. Um, it has a lot of yeah. everything that I that I wanted, um, but surprisingly, I'm kind of like. Yeah, it was fine. I, I like like weirdly, yeah, yeah. kind of neutral, and and that seems unfair to it, uh, which I think is a little yeah. bit inspired by or a little bit caused because of that initial reaction of being like, oh man, I don't want to do another dark and gritty, whatever. Um, For sure, yeah. So that that's in general broad strokes. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like I'll say mm-hmm. too, like sort of cards on the table. I enjoyed it quite mm-hmm. a bit too. I think I'm less tepid sure. about it. Um, there are like a lot of things that uh, sort of on review, I was like, oh damn, that is actually like really, mm-hmm. there was a lot of very um, clever filmmaking, I think. Uh, and just like in the process of these little mm-hmm. details that the, didn't need to be added. Yeah. But they added anyway. Um, and I'll get into some of the things sure. I didn't like, obviously, but sort of cards on yeah. the table there. I'm, I think I'm with you, but I think I'm just a little bit more uh, hyped. I'm not sure if I'd watch it again. <laughs> that makes mm. sense that's kind of weird I, I i really enjoyed it but i'm not sure if i need to sure. to watch the film yeah uh, again in any you know recent amount of time so yeah i guess we could just go right into into the good the bad and the ugly sure yeah just um, to give slightly more con uh, just just a bit more context yeah Sorry. For sure um feel like i want to just tweak a little bit uh, there is uh <laughs> no right, just every yeah. time uh this uh, is this is like because i mentioned batman year one that's like his very first year yeah, yeah. in in the 
uh, suit or whatever. It's it's a very seminal comic mm-hmm. book work. Uh, it's really good. Like mm-hmm. you know, should, uh, people should read it if they haven't. This one's kind of like Batman Year Two, like you mentioned before. He's mm-hmm. done it for a little bit uh, in this movie. Uh, he's uncovering this the trail of the serial killer who is killing like corrupt officials and like you know yeah. uh, government people yeah. uh and has turned out to be paul dano as the riddler um but yeah that's that's just kind of it's more of a mystery than it is a thanos yeah. thing so uh just yeah to give that for context, sure but yeah I mean, I'll jump right, right in with yeah, go good. For it. Uh, I I think it was awesome that they gave Batman a mystery. Yeah, hey, but it was like <laughs> he's the world's greatest detective, and like, or you know, that's the tagline, mm-hmm. and uh, for comics and shit like that. And uh, he actually, for once, had a mystery to solve without using like Google AI levels of technology, like we've seen Christopher Nolan, <laughs> like. Hey Presto, I'm just gonna snap my fingers and like solve this crime with a machine. His back computer was to, like, like yeah, a really big thing back in the day, you know, and everything. <laughs> yeah, this is just like oh no, he goes to the crime scene and he notices that there's like a spot of blood on the ground. So then later on, when he sees the tool that was used, he's like, oh, that was the tool that was used to like kill the guy. And then he tells the cops about it too, like. There's all these little things mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, he is treating this like an active crime case, and he is trying his best to like solve yeah. the crime, even if he's like operating outside the bounds of legality. He'll still tell the cops, like, oh, hey, that matches the weapon. You're, that bit of blood there is going to match this. Yeah, so they um, let him in on crime scenes and stuff, even though he's a vigilante yeah, at this point, because he's got this connection with um, Gordon. Um, lieutenant gordon at the time not yet commissioner gordon. yeah so it's like this unwa- un- this this wary truce but yeah played by played by jeffrey Wright. yeah great little uh touches too where he's like um again like uh, for me the, a lot of the mm-hmm. good I, i've got a lot of good that i can talk yeah. about they're all but they're all like little things they're all like these small things that i just think were really sure. important to sort of maintaining the noir tone because that's ultimately my like favorite good part about it is that it felt it really made me feel like Batman. Um, I did quote every fucking review ever about the Batman games, but it really made me feel like Batman because like everything was so Gotham was finally like Gothic, like his, his Wayne manor, mm-hmm. which was like a penthouse suite in the tower was like ridiculously gothically overwrought with stone. It looks like at a cathedral. Yeah, exactly. Like, and they didn't like try and explain it. They're just like, yeah, and it's always fucking raining. It's always <laughs> at nighttime. You know, like we're not going to pretend it isn't mm. a very mm. like noir soaked, uh, depressing shithole. Yeah. You know, I think the only time we have any sun is at the end of the movie. Uh, it, like, yeah, you're right. All. You're right. So, that is pretty much the only time it's not overcast and stuff. And ooh, is that pathetic fallacy? A bit of metaphor coming yeah. in here, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then again, like he's a Batman. He's a creature of the night. So like having him always be mm-hmm. a knight, it's just like a very simple way of saying like, yeah, he's like operating in this sort of other space to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, he clearly can't sleep. He's uh, in physical pain when he takes out the blah 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 so i that's like 
my overall good. I'll pat, I'll volley it over to you for your good. Sure, perfect. I mean, uh, you started off with a with a, a big broad thing. I'll start off with a big broad thing, um, and and it's and it's fitting because it's the thing I always I always talk about when I like things. Um, I mean. I, I really, I really enjoyed the the themes of this of this movie. Mm. Um, I think that they were civic corruption. I think that they were pretty <laughs> obvious in terms of the way that I that I read the film. But uh, I'll outline them, and maybe maybe I've interpreted differently than other people. But uh, I, mm-hmm. I appreciated because again, I was thinking that this is going to be a dark, gritty movie, and uh, it turned mm. into uh, a bit more complex than I thought it was. So spoilers for. Mm-hmm. I don't know, everything but you knew that guys you knew that going in who cares <laughs> come it's, on come on it's whatever and uh <laughs> yeah who cares um but uh, throughout this whole entire thing he's been uh kind of repeating like i am vengeance i'm vengeance he's he's ruling through fear he's trying to scare criminals yep. there's this whole monologue at the very beginning where he's talking about how you know like he could be behind any shadow and criminals have to be aware of in that way which is a uh, yeah very like the the origins of uh, criminals are a cowardly and superstitious lot yeah and through the process of this the the scene i guess i guess if i had to do it to one good i'll say kind of the villain meets hero aspects um uh mm-hmm. paul dano the riddler has been captured and uh, it's kind of like a they're he's he's behind a glass wind glass you know screen mm-hmm. arkham asylum uh and uh there he's finally confronting him and uh in this scene uh, this guy who you've been following for all this time and has been killing all these people and is obviously like evil bl- blowing up stuff um it's revealed yeah. that like he thinks batman and him are on the same side yeah uh he says hey you know you've been fighting criminals we've been fighting corruption it's great. Yeah. You you solved all the clues that I left for you. I knew you were going to. Yeah. Uh, I I really liked kind of the fake out where there was he was saying Bruce Wayne all this time, and you think like, yeah. oh man, he he knows his identity, but then he's like, oh, we almost got him, but then you know, so it's like yeah. this. this it's it so makes good. You it's so, that that was such a good yes. scene. You showed me all it takes is fear and a little focused violence. You inspired me. You're out of your goddamn mind. What? This is all in your head. You're sick. Twisted. How can you say that? You think you'll be remembered? You're a pathetic psychopath. Begging for attention. You're gonna die. No, 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 no! A nobody! That was such a good scene to like make it 
be so clear that it's like, oh, these guys are two weird loners. Yes. And of course, Paul Dano, like, thinks that, and like, it makes sense for him too. He's like, Batman shows up. And the the difficult part of actually killing the person is set up for me because Batman solves yeah. this murder. Like it's, I, I have my I brains, and Batman it's like, has his has his has his brawn, and yeah. he's the one who's able to actually like carry this out or whatever, you know. Yeah, um, and oh man, that was such a good scene. And, and that's this realization that comes turns on a dime where he realizes like, oh shit, this is the this is the extreme measures that my philosophy yeah. has gone to, and it's it's really yeah. bad because there's people and they're yeah. They're, they're killing, you know, they're, 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 they're psychopathic murderers. Um, and, and realizing like, Oh, I have to be a symbol of hope. There's that whole, I guess, I guess I'm double dipping here a little bit, but there's that whole thing. I think for the imagery wise, maybe not so much the, the actual thing, I'll get into it more, but that, that scene where he's like leading the people with his, like the, the flare and it's like really out of the water lighting. It's almost black and white with that, but just with that, that orange flare kind of, um, uh, and and he's, he's like, oh, I have to become more than that. I have to become uh, more of a hope. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I will say one of the things that I find interesting about that is like what I, I guess this is this is this is a bit of a tangent, but it's all a bit of a tangent. What do you think of the idea mm-hmm. that uh, the, the Riddler falls into this kind of trope of the villain was right, like Killmonger was right or Thanos? Or, oh, yeah. Like, giving them kind of complex, uh, understandable motivations i mean i think i think it's just like i think in the case of the riddler it's okay to have him be mm-hmm. right um in the sense that like he's dealing with corruption right. like now he's dealing with corruption in like a violent aggressive way and like you know mutilating bodies and doing pretty fucked up shit and like that last thing where he sets up the the bombs to explode the water and and you know he says i can't right trust any politician so he has this like little yeah. hit squad like that's kind of where like the, the coin flips a bit too far mm-hmm. basically it's like okay like yeah sure like dealing with corrupt mayor mm-hmm. you've got a point there but right. this you know this newly elected mayor hasn't done anything wrong and you're right just yeah going for it um so i think it works mm-hmm. because they allow him to be the batman at the extreme sure. level like the the furthest possible extent of yeah. what Batman could because I mean his his real um, thing is a crusade against this idea of urban renewal, uh, which is really interesting yeah. and fitting for you know today's day and age maybe uh, the fact yeah. that like oh this didn't really help uh, it just it, we had all these promises uh, that they were going to change the city and stuff and uh, didn't didn't change anything uh, still I do kind of love too how um, mm-hmm. like. This, this is the, to tack onto your thing yeah. of, like, we're the same person. Um, we do see at the beginning Batman, uh, like, the criminals who are afraid of him in the beginning when he's got that vengeance scene are a small-time crook who holds up a convenience yeah. store, a group of guys beating up an innocent yeah. person, and then people who graffiti the bank. Right. So, like, you have... So violent crime, violent crime, and then like civic disobedience. Uh, and the fact that the civic disobedience is just as afraid as the person who's robbed the store implies that Batman is like essentially at the beginning on the side of like corruption yeah. or it's on the side of like civic uh, law and order, which, yeah, exactly. So it's definitely like an int- and like, you know, his response to a dude spray painting the bank saying broke. Uh-huh. 
would be to beat the <laughs> shit out of them, right? Like, so, it's, it is so very there is, low level like stuff going on yeah, here, which is sure. kind of like yeah, compared to the where where the Riddler is like you yeah. know tar- targeting these high high powered um, yeah. corrupt officials, you know, um, and, and and guess what? They actually do stuff like in the process of the Riddler pushing this. Batman uncovers yeah. this like decade long scam that affects not only like all the people in the city, but also himself because as Bruce Wayne, he's got this legacy with his mm. father who he treats as sort of like he, he's deified him. And uh, as soon as it's intimated that Thomas isn't as good, uh, that kind of goes off the mm. rails for him. So it's like a very, I think that I think the core plot is really strong. Yeah. in This movie, like the core ideas that it's expressing are like oh yeah man. yeah i really give me more I, of that. I liked i liked that it was it was easy to follow in terms of that i like i got what they were yeah. saying so i feel smart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um do you do you have a different good do you yeah. uh, i'll volley it back i have, I have other, other smaller goods yeah yeah little things like um you have it's all the little stuff that like so i'll, I'll just bring up four there's small stuff uh, Batman is in the interrogation room. He's been uh, sort of trapped by the mm. police. The police commissioner, played by uh, an actor I quite love for, from Chernobyl, um, uh, I don't know, it's not necessary, but whatever. He's like, Lieutenant uh, Gordon, get your dude figured out. And then, like, Lieutenant Gordon's like, all right, you have to punch me and, like, <laughs> fake your mm. escape. You gotta get you out of here. Through that door. All the way to the stairs that go to the roof. Could have at least pulled that punch, man. I did. Batman runs up to the top of the building. All the cops are. Ch- I love how all the cops chasing these hordes. Like it, it feels like zombies. Yeah, like uh, kind of yeah. after him or something. Yeah. It happened a lot in the movie yeah. too. Of like cops all moving in one. <laughs> thing um, he gets to the top and then he pulls on his suit and this like dorky looking padding <laughs> comes out and like the wingsuit kind of flops out and he's standing at the edge and he like flinches. So he doesn't just like jump sure. off to fly. He like is like, oh fuck! This is the first time I have to do this. And this is terrifying. And he, and he stumbles and like, like on landing and he stuff. He stumbles. You know? yeah. Exactly. He like hits his head on something. It's like not perfect. And like that's great. He like rides around on a little BMX bike. Yeah, he does. Um, BMX. All BMX stuff. bandit. Uh, An angel it summoner. For... <laughs> great yeah. bit. Great bit. Uh, anyways. Angel Okay, Angel Summoner, the kidnappers are holding a hostage in that warehouse, but I've got a plan. Okay, BMX bandit, let's hear it. I ride in through that window using my BMX and spin my rear wheel kicking some mud up into their faces. While they're distracted, I'll pop a wheelie knocking the guns out of their hands. Then you go in and untie the girl. Right. <laughs> or I could just summon a horde of angels to sort it out. But then, how would I be using my BMX? Well, you, you wouldn't need to. The angels would just take care of it. Oh, okay. 
We could do that if you want. <laughs> Angelic hordes come! Um, the, I'm just going to grab it by the second bit. Uh, he cuts the power to Falcone's lair, comes up the elevator. The guard who goes into the elevator is not using a flashlight, he's using a cell phone. Ha! It's the first time I've seen any film address uh, the fact that no rational human being carries a flashlight it's anymore. true nobody carries flashlights no why would you you have your phone like it's the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing now that i think about it but it's like yeah why would you so here's a guard with his phone using the flashlight function and i'm like yeah that's how all things should fucking be uh great bit uh third yeah. um yeah. falcone uh played by um um Oh God! What's his name? What is Man, his name? I, I, yeah, I picture the actor. And you know, I, it's uh, he, oh, brother, where art thou? Of all that other stuff, um, he's got this great, like, understory to him. Where basically he is quite, quite probably the most evil character in the film. I think, like, he's the least redeemable. John Turturro. Sorry, I had to, sorry, John. I had to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Totoro. He's like, uh, he presents himself as sort of like this slick, cool guy. But like, from the information we're given, he loves strangling women. Like, that's his hits. Right. His thing. Yeah. yeah like, that's his kink. Yeah, the, for sure. That's his. That's like when Catwoman is, you know, in peril, goes to strangle mm. her. When he first meets her and he doesn't recognize him, her, he just like recognizes her from the bar, then doesn't know the relation. He like caresses her cheek and then her neck with mm. his hand. It's like all these Good little, little things that yeah. little detail exactly. Uh, Batman walks into the crime scene. He takes out his batarang to cut it in, and they show him putting it back into his suit. They didn't need to show that, but they did anyway. Fuck it, we're gonna put it in. There's all these like little beats uh-huh. that they're adding that add to the add to the ability of me to watch a dude in a like <laughs> bat suit solve crimes and go okay this is like normal it feels like i'm it not goes towards feeling yeah. like a real thing yeah um, yeah i'm not taken out of it mm-hmm. um uh so that's sorry that's that's rapid yeah, fire no, go, go for it. yeah no uh, to, to mention about falcone um uh, the thing that i found interesting is that yeah i think that this this movie takes a lot of inspiration from uh batman year one but then also the long halloween uh, which mm-hmm. is interesting because this is like the fallout of the long Halloween kind of ish. I mean, it, it doesn't follow exactly, but like mm-hmm. be, previous to prior to this, Marconi family was like the big crime boss people, which I think is also mm-hmm. referenced in um, uh, the Nolan movies as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Falcone is kind of like in in the in the wings waiting. He's like the second second mm-hmm. most powerful. So this is this posits a world in which uh, he has taken over, which is a big part of and then the we have plot. That, so and then we have that great little thing with the penguin at the end. Mm. Uh, yes, setting up as like the next. Like he's going to be one. Just yeah. To... So so I was going to mention yeah. this before, but yeah, um, it's it's so we've talked about we've, we've talked about Batman Year One. I've mentioned that this is kind of yeah. like Batman Year Two. Uh, one of the possible yeah. sequels that I was thinking is uh, this could be Batman Year Zero that they're we're leading up to, which oh. Batman Year Zero, yeah, interestingly yeah. enough, uh, begins with uh, Gotham City gets destroyed in a flood, which is kind of what happens yeah. in in this movie uh for mm-hmm. the riddler uh and, and in it the he kind of has to like win back the the city because it gets uh, uh, chopped up mm-hmm. by different um different supervillains. so um they they could be leading up to that which is i mean hey that's kind of cool that's good i like the idea that um 
they're borrowing inspiration from these things, but they're not they're not using yeah, yeah. them fully. I like that they I like the ways in which they are they are borrowing but not having to do a beat by beat remake of anything because um i think that there's an elegant way to do that and i think they did that so cool uh what else uh, what else did i want to mention uh, is, 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 is it my turn for goods uh maybe um uh you I mean if we're done with goods we can go on to the bad uh i feel like did i have more i mean the i would just want to say shout out to colin farrell and the penguin <laughs> uh yeah that is and that was actually like genuinely like wow that I cannot see him. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, the... Like it's. I just thought it was another actor. Like if I didn't know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that was kind of a good for me. That was that was like their 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 yeah. the way that they've kind of interpreted it. And and I also mention, I think uh, I think the best uh, for me personally was I, I really liked uh, I liked Robert Pattinson in this. I thought he was good. Um, yeah. I mean, he's not. For sure. He's his is a depressed, uh, like you said, he's Kurt Cobain pretty yeah. much. He looks like him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I also yeah. liked the idea, this is totally non PC or anything, of him just being <laughs> like autistic. Uh, yes, he goes, I love he that. He goes idea. to I, I, Catwoman's yeah. apartment and uh, 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 played by Zoe, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz, and uh, he's like, you have a lot of cats. It's just as like, it says these like <laughs> obvious things that to me is just like, he's so yeah. awkward. He's great. You got a lot of cats. It's encrypted. Try this. Thumb drive. Oh, this guy's hilarious. Looks like a combination lock. Can we just cut it off? Not if you want to keep your head. <sighs> Greg, now I got you on assaulting an officer. You got me on assaulting three. Hey! I worked that case. Murder's not after you. How do you know? You're not corrupt. And they have this book, this burn book, where they write mean things about all the girls in our grade. What does it say about me? You're not in it. Those bitches. It's great. No, totally. I agree. And then, like, when you contrast that with, like, Paul Dano and the Riddler, like, there's a similarity as well, too, of just, like, these mentally Weird, awkward loners. Um... Weird, awkward people who kind of operate in the <laughs> the exterior of reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so good. I, I agree completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. So much of Batman media always comes down to that in terms of like, uh, you know, one can't exist without the other. So much ink has been spilled uh, on the Joker specifically, usually it is. But in this case, they went with the Riddler. So that's interesting. 
The music is a synthwave remix of the Batman theme by internet musician John G. And uh, it links back to another good that Alden and I did not bring up, but I think we both agree on, is that the, the music was good. Music was a good good thing. And this was definitely the most distinct theme. Uh, you can pick it out so slow and methodical, similar to the movie uh, approach itself. Hmm, interesting. Wow, everything's working together very well. After all that good, though, we got to come back for Bad and Ugly, which does actually exist although i will say i feel like i was being harsh on this movie for no reason in particular because i actually did like it at the end of the day i talk about it later so i don't know why i'm uh, rehashing things but hey what else can we do Spend some time with the good. Let's move on yeah. to the bad. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take this one to start? With? Sure. Yeah, I can. I can start. Um, these are kind of. Um, I, I guess this is this is the weird thing where it's like my tepid response because I, I feel like this is going to come off as more critical than I really mean it to be. Um, but uh, I. I um, I don't have a problem with them playing with the kind of established canon. Uh, yeah. Like I said before, I kind of like some of the ways that they, that they've done that they, that they played with uh, not, not totally doing anything not totally uh, beat for beat doing things. Uh, but I will say that the, um, so, so I guess point being, I don't have an issue with them kind of introducing this fact that Falcone was uh, responsible for Thomas Wayne's murder and that Thomas Wayne oh, yeah, was yeah. running for mayor and that, you know, he was kind of making some mob deals on the mm-hmm. side. I don't have a problem with that in theory. It just didn't really do much for me in the movie. It was kind of like, eh, I, I right. feel like it's kind of tacked on. I mean, maybe maybe it's necessary yeah, yeah. for him to, I don't know, the themes of revenge because also Catwoman wants to kill him because he's her dad, yeah. which is another thing that's uh, referenced in... Um, in the long Halloween, I will also say, uh, comic book nerd coming out there, but um, it, it, it just for this movie didn't really do much for me. Um, uh, sure. Yeah, I've I've more I've more bads, but uh, I think that's that's what I'll start start off with. Um, yeah, I'd say a bad is mm-hmm. like, um, it, it's it's a bad that merges with ugly, I guess, or merges with they, good it's kind of in the yeah they, they're 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 vague approximations yeah. of things they're not actual like you know the the, the length of the film ah uh, uh, yes it, like just it definitely it i wouldn't say it dragged i never felt like a scene was like absolute like totally mm-hmm. unnecessary but there were definitely some times where i'm like we could have trimmed some mm-hmm. fat there there's a lot of scenes where it seems like um Batman is walking very slowly <laughs> through an area where everybody else is kind of moving at normal speed. So it's not like it's in slow-mo. It's just like 
he's very methodically walking through and the camera's like, uh-huh. we're going to stick with this. Um, again, not a bad thing. A stylistic yeah. choice, essentially. But It is three it hours. Felt it is three times. hours. It's three hours. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I got, you know, I, I enjoyed every you know, bit of it, but it just was like, uh, okay, can we, did this really need to be this long? Or are we just kind of, you know, for the yeah, sake of it? Yeah, I, I, to go along with that, actually, my other big one is is uh, the third act, I'm going to say. Um, or, mm. or maybe, I don't know if you can call it the third act, but basically everything that happens after the confrontation that they have uh, after the Riddler, it's... Yeah. Um, gets captured gets arrested uh the whole thing at the end yeah. with um in the madison square garden-esque uh area uh yeah yeah felt like it went on for too long and also i mean i get that it was yeah, kind of sure. like a uh what's the right word um a play on like like a sub- subversion of expectations in terms of like oh you know the two villains villain and hero aren't actually going to fight each other yeah. um and it's just going to be these random yeah, yeah. extremists on the internet who are have murdering people um mm-hmm. but it just it just felt like it went on for a little long and um there was a bun- there seemed to for be sure. a lot of like oh he's almost gonna die he's got a shotgun in his face but then all of a sudden somebody comes in and saves him yeah. and so it happens again it happened like yeah 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 two times too For many sure. yeah so it was like three it was times like, yeah, yeah we can you know i'm, I'm yeah. okay you know I, I get the point um at this point you know yeah so that that was one big one that For i sure. was like this this in particular felt not great to me up on the pair yeah. of hearts pair of pets whatever you call them the 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 catwalk is that what it is up above um the, yeah the stage yeah, yeah. uh yeah so that that was one thing mm-hmm. big thing for me i will say mm-hmm. real quick just i'm gonna add another quick good having the bomb that hits alfred go off before he gets there is always like nice to see like it's a very much uh watchman ozymandias oh like yeah like you, thing, yada, yada. yeah you, we're playing uh, with the timelines here yeah yeah he's like trying mm-hmm. to phone he's like Oh God! Like, uh, oh, watch out, Alfred! Yeah. And then it's like, some, it's already happened. Like, you, it's that's I, I know we're doing bad right now, but I was just like, ah, oh, that's a, that was a good moment. We can quickly go uh, back to that. That's fine. Yeah, I guess uh, mm-hmm. a, a sort of another. I wouldn't call it a bad, but it's one that I was surprised yeah. at how uncomfortable it made me feel. Was like, wow, the Riddler feels like a school shooter. <laughs> like this feels <laughs> like. Uh, fucking, yeah. you know, dude live streaming shooting up a place. Uh, like just really on the nose with this kind of vibe of dark, uh, of a loner on the internet looking for a company yeah. and finding it in all the wrong places. Uh, and it's this very, you know, just sort of as I work in the education system, a, a strange feeling mm. to be like, oh, is this like going to not make a copycat, but kind of make it a, a thing that somebody who watches this film who's of a similar mind be like, oh, yeah, that's like, yeah. I totally agree with the Riddler. Like, this is, you know, shades of um, yeah uh, Colorado yeah. and the tragedy there. Um, that was something, I wouldn't call it a bad, like, because it was a, a pretty, uh, you know, integral part of the film. But it definitely was like, ooh, I didn't expect... Yeah, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah I didn't sure. expect to feel this uncomfortable watching mm-hmm. it. And like, it, to, to the movie's credit that uncomfortableness really did help add to my like mm. unease and tension when watching the film. Like I was yeah. genuinely kind of put out by 
Paul Dano. And yeah, I mean, like, it's also uh, in a world that's um, in our our modern, our actual world that has been infiltrated by you know QAnon and COVID deniers and uh, you know the capital yeah. capital riots, January sixth. So uh, mm-hmm. a lot of these things feel uh, more pertinent in, in a way that like people getting extreme, yeah. you know, extreme, extremifies, extreme. What's the word? What's, what's yeah. the word for that? Whatever on the internet. Um, I, that feels very real. Uh, radicalized. Radicalized. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That, that hot button term. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It does feel like, a I mean, I mean, Oh, yeah, I guess this is more. I don't know, because because bad, ugly, ugly is more just like goofy things. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact I, I love the fact that the Gotham uh, news media is pretty cool with just putting whatever on the airwaves. Yeah. They'll just be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, this I know. Is very disturbing <laughs> video." But we're like, gonna yeah, show it this... to you anyways. Uh, yeah, and like in its entirety yeah, and it. stuff. And, and, <laughs> it's, so funny. it's just it's just pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not going to edit it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, put it up there. So they are committed to journalistic freedom, uh, no matter the cost. So good for them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, when you, like, contextualize it, too, with, like, um, mm-hmm. what happened with alt-right groups and um, this kind of, like, uh, like having the um, opposing mayor, who's not corrupt, be young, black, and female. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, is like another layer of like, okay, like what, what did we see after in the wake of BLM? What did we see? You know, there, there's just yeah. sort of a very, it's very close to the surface in a lot of ways, which I, I did appreciate. Yeah. Cause a lot um, of people throughout the whole entire movie are basically like, yeah, it doesn't matter. The mayor, you know, the office, who cares? Like it's not going to yeah. change anything basically. Yeah. Um, and in, yeah. in the face of like you were saying, all these political movements that were born out of younger, more progressive, yeah people um who Mm -hmm. did Mm -hmm. did win some offices you know locally at least in in my area yeah Uh, maybe not like you know huge but different different things that way uh yeah it it weirdly feels very very akin to this time um i think i think a big ugly mm -hmm. for me uh is the ending with um paul dano in the sale oh watching the news yeah we have the other character introduced who uh, tells a little riddle uh, about friendship Aww. and then begins to laugh maniacally. And we see a little side portrait of a scarred face instead of a curved mm-hmm. grin. Who are you? Well, that's the question. Isn't it? Riddle me this. The less of them you have, the more one is worth. A friend. (laughs) Okay, so like... You know, and like, of course, the filmmakers and people are like, well, we haven't technically said it's the joke or it could be Two-Face. Um, they're kind of taking a centrist position, but they're like, it's yeah. the Joker. Come on, let's not fucking pretend it's mm-hmm. not. 
Um, that kind of was like, ah, oh, guys, come on. Like, do we really have to have this like scene at the end to like, be like, there's yeah, going to be know. a sequel. I've, like, I've also seen that they've also said it, that like, yeah. this isn't a confirmation that this is going to be the sequel, but I, I do agree where it's yeah. like, we're always going to this well of the same dude, you know? Um, there, the one good thing yeah. about Batman is he has a huge rogues gallery that you could draw on. So, um, yeah. So let's keep drawing from the same two. Let's just keep, you know, let's just do the yeah, same two. I mean, they are the most again. iconic and stuff, and I get it. But, you know, uh, Mr. Freeze know. was great in the animated series. They made him into yeah. this weird... Solomon Grundy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting that you actually say um, Mr. Freeze because the director says that's one character he has quite a bit of interest in. There you go. There you go. I mean, they, it's been a while. We've just, you know, the last one that we've had is is Arnold. Arnold. Um, ice to meet yeah. you, or whatever. Ice to me. I mean, a classic. You can't fault the man for the lines he was given. No, that's true. You know what? Uh, and and honestly, I was having this conversation recently, but like between Sylvester Stallone and and Arnold, um, weirdly, I feel like mm. I feel like Arnold's uh, just more funny. Oh, uh, better better comedic uh, talent yeah. in terms oh, of. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's got great timing. He's got chops. Uh, I mean, is he is he a great actor? I don't really think so. But uh, he well, you I, haven't seen Total Recall, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's another uh, that's another thing I've never seen. Um, yeah, I would say I would say this: the fact that we're talking so much about other films when we're supposed to be talking about the Batman is a score in the bad. And I think I'm coming around to your like yeah. it's a I it's a good movie. I enjoyed it, but Tepid is a right way to respond yeah. with how i feel about it now it's like it's yeah, weird good. though because right yeah moving on with like there there isn't really anything to praise and there isn't really anything to well, fault but, but it's so weird it's though because like, okay. it is yeah, on the face of it it is <laughs> like, and, and, and i will say like it's it's my favorite i think it's everything i wanted out of out of a film it's like good that. but yes i am yeah weirdly just kind of whatever about it um in terms of other uglies though uh, uh jeffrey reich's character as as we mentioned before um He's, he's playing Gordon in this, mm. uh, and he has, as you mentioned before yeah. as well, it's always raining uh, in in this in this city, yeah. and <laughs> whatever wig he has on, uh, like sometimes just looks weird to me in the rain, mm. where it's like it should be you, your hair should be wetter than that, yeah. like yeah. even in the standing in the rain, and it just looks really bone dry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, that's totally like not anything yeah. at all, but that was one thing that. <laughs> Uh, in, in in my cinema sins head uh, counter going like ding oh yeah hair ding. isn't wet <laughs> scene does not contain a lap dance <laughs> Ugh, gross <laughs> they're gonna fucking say that too you know they're gonna say that with Zoe Kravitz oh god yes which like I I'm gonna say this Zoe Kravitz did a good job no yeah. I'm- I well, that's another thing that I didn't have an issue with any of the like I th- I think I think I liked Patents in the most, but yeah. I, mean, I don't really have an issue with anybody. I think they that everyone did a good job. Yeah. So what was what was the other guy? Uh, uh, Gollum, Andy Circus, Andy Circus mm-hmm. playing Alfred. Yeah. Um, I also love the intimation that like finally. You know, Alfred's like this weird character because they sometimes just make him like a secret badass. And it's like, <laughs> well, they made that they made that they series like... uh, about him in Britain, yeah, and he does nothing to do with Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, but I mean, in this one, at least they made a nod where he's like, "I my job was to protect he was his bodyguard. So like, yeah. I was your I was the that body makes way more sense. 
like mm-hmm. and walks with a limp and he like you know it's like okay so like he was a, a yeah. operative and, and i can believe him being a bodyguard way more than i could believe michael kane at, at, at his age totally totally <laughs> some men just want to watch the word the jungle down <laughs> it's like some sort of weird muppets version. Meshed away. Um, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like all the acting was solid. There was no problems with it. Uh, um, I remember when Mad Max came out. Sure. There was a lot of hate for Zoe Kravitz at the time. People were like, "Oh, she just doesn't. She just stands there and looks pretty. They're not actually acting." And I'm yeah. like, "Well, that's the role that they were given. Like, I don't know and what you fucking want from Mad that Max." They did more than that, um, but that's just me. I don't know. I, I think they were fine. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But like, yes, it was, no, it was, sure. it was a lot of like stupid yeah. ass reviews. At the there, time. there was also a. I just remember uh, that very vividly. Um, I think cinnamon sins. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon I like that cinnamon sins. Just go around eating cinnamon lovely, based yeah. products and. <laughs> Nice. Uh... <laughs> now I am going to start cinnamon. Not cinnamon. Cinnamon based products. The comic book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, predictably, there was also a backlash uh, against um, her because you know, person of color, and I mean, why? Yeah. Like, are we really going to go there yeah, every yeah. single time, people? I think she was way better shit. as a Catwoman than Anne Hathaway. <laughs> say that. I believe. I believe her more is that. that I don't. Oh, one hundred. Anne better. Hathaway is a bad actress either. One hundred percent. Like. Definitely not. It's weird no. to see her in that role. Uh, it felt like she felt like a uh, you know a, a woman who was mm-hmm. kind of living a double life I, and yeah. I mean, uh, we're, we're ping ponging about a, a bunch, and, but like I, I I actually really enjoyed the whole spy kind of infiltrate, like the back and forth <laughs> that they had. Uh, yeah, um, true. The yeah. contact lens, great little bit there. And then they use it later. Yeah. They're like, hey, I need to talk to Batman. How yeah, would Catwoman to... talk to Batman? That's great. Ingenuity, oh, I know. you know? Yeah. Yeah, man, I keep on going back to the back and thing, but uh, those two, <laughs> the running joke about those two bouncers, brothers who open the door and how. Yes, the twins. Yeah. And everybody knows who they are. Like, oh, it's the twins. It happens three times, and each time he like reacts differently, even though they they say the same thing. Uh, yeah, or like you know who I am. Yeah, so it's not it's not humorless. That's the thing too. The show isn't like devoid of sure. moments. So like when you see um, the, there's the chase scene between uh, mm-hmm. which I'll add as another good the car. I like that the car was like an animal, mm. like looked and sounded like an animal. Uh, yeah, it was like neat to me. Um, but yeah, like there's little moments of of sort of comedy, I guess, or like humorous yeah. moments i guess oh that, that makes sense that's, that's 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 what they are yeah and and, and ugly for me um uh, and maybe this is just because i was like whatever but actually that, that car chase scene uh i was having trouble following where things were mm. uh too long <laughs> yeah which too long yeah, yeah totally yeah it was um, too long and part of it, it i was it feeling was, like man yeah. i feel like i could have if if we if I had gotten a kind of overview of where we were going or something, it's just if it had been a little bit yeah, they had really yeah, close camera angles and stuff like that. Otherwise, though, it's kind of it was fun to see the thing explode and go through flames. Mad Max, as we said oh, before, sure. you know, mentioned another movie. Um, and the last ugly that I'll say is uh, yeah. uh, it's uh, maybe it's supposed to be shot in like Chicago or something, or it's supposed to be more akin to t- a city like that. But man, yeah. I always I always pictured Gotham as like New York uh, personally. And, and I think in the DC universe, it is in New Jersey, technically. Mm. 
um, just south of New York City. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Man, people love elevated train lines, and um, they're really not that common in New York. Uh, like you have to go all the mm-hmm. way out to the ends of any borough to really yeah. uh, have that so much. I mean, see, that's funny because I know yeah. when I grew up reading Batman as I did, the I thought, or like reading DC, I thought that Metropolis and Gotham just replaced cities. So in my mind, ah. Metropolis is New York and Gotham is Chicago. Like I always thought Gotham. Yeah, and Chicago. it could just be my misinterpretation, but yeah, and I, I the the map that I'm using this from, I don't even know if it's an official like DC official map, but the ones that they have is like uh, uh, Gotham is in New Jersey, but then Metropolis is in Delaware, which is like that's a random state you don't hear that much about usually. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, DC's yeah. universe is weird in general. They, they they're never consistent, which you know, hey, maybe that's kind of a part of the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, is is that it can be so flexible to be anything, right? It changes each time. Yeah. DC, you know what it stands for, right? Uh, um, Detective Comics. Oh, you got there, man. <laughs> you got it. All right. I thought it was something I could trick you. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that, that's all. That's all the things that I had. Uh, all the bullshit yeah. that, that I had to say. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm pretty. Um, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, but what would you give this in terms of this conversation? Uh, now reflecting on it, what would you give it out of rating? Well, uh, <laughs> we're rating the conversations now too. <laughs> Conversation five out of ten. Uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's uh, fair. No, I would say that the movie falls squarely in my 7.5 category wow um, maybe even an eight uh yeah i think i think when i left the movie it was higher interesting uh and now it's lower <laughs> uh, and i think it's lower because uh just on review and i realized how much i was talking about other movies i was like okay well like what does that say about the film if i'm talking about other films they <laughs> also film. said you didn't really yeah, i mean say? not that not that you, a good film has to be watched multiple times but you also said like you're not sure if you would see it again yeah, exactly so um, i'm gonna put it 7.5 you know that's really interesting because that's where i was gonna put it as well right. so we are in we are in a congress here yeah, about this that. uh we're in accord uh, we are in accord I, I yeah i i which is, is surprising to me because i I did like like it sounds like I'm down on it, but I'm not. I actually did like it, and I thought it was yeah. probably the best modern day interpretation yeah. that I've that I've seen that I that I really enjoyed in terms of like big budget. So yeah, so weird that I'm not giving it a, as as huge as a thing as as I feel like maybe it it should mm-hmm. if it was something else. But well, this has been as always a rambling discussion about a thing that will come out. <laughs> months after it was actually relevant uh that's how we stay on top of it irrelevant we by the time this gets released it will be already uh the the second cycle of uh, nostalgia for this movie that just came out you know yeah Um, perfect feeling any 
music in particular, but then I came across uh, this old song by the Go Team, which is like a really old thing that always makes me remember back to second year of college when I got an internship in Philadelphia. They were a band that I got really super into, and then I completely forgot their name, and I just recently stumbled across them again. Uh, this this actually, the song, which is, um, the only thing new is you finding out about it, which feels like they're calling me out here, but it's actually kind of unlike a lot of their other music, which uses a lot of samples from, the only way I could think of is like Sesame Street style band marching things. One of these days, I'll put another one of their songs in here, probably, and uh, it'll be a better example. I also kind of like this, though, because it's just instrumental, fun, chill after that intense conversation about Batman, the man who was a bat. And like I predicted, many months after it came out and was relevant. I will say, I think that my um, opinions still hold, though. Uh, It was okay, and it still continues to be okay, although... I think it probably rose in my estimation, you know? I do hope that it gets another one, even with all that criticism. Yep, so this episode was just a full-on thing, just talking about the movie alone. No different topic. Although, stay tuned for a bonus episode, because there was plenty that I cut. Um, Some ramblings about a familiar figure who maybe you just want to skip because you're tired of us talking about them. I'll leave it at that. Anyways, uh, we'll see who cancels who first. Give you a reference. Who's going to come up even later and other ones to just take it past him. Well, our last thing is fix the week. And, uh, yeah. Uh, have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. Okay, I've got one. I've got okay, one. Okay, cool. All right, well, uh, welcome to our favorite segment of this week and every week, Picks of the Week. <laughs> picks of the Week, that's right. We like to pick things in a week format and tell you why we picked them in that week format. Um, that's 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 actually, I borrowed that, that uh, our favorite segment of this week and every week, it's from uh, a different podcast, mm. so just steal everything. Of course. But I, I like the way that they say that. They they don't call it picks of the week either, so I didn't I didn't I didn't steal that part. <laughs> yes, Alden. Uh... Yeah, I mean I'm ready to. I can pick of the. I can pick my week any week. My favorite week is oh. the fifty third week. The one that's the first of the of the new year. Wouldn't it be the first? No, I'm so wait, kidding, folks. My real pick of the week uh, is mental health, and um, uh, taking a cue from uh, Jacob. Oh, really? Uh, started a like little little uh, mood tracker thing. So it's pen and paper. A little, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got five colors uh, that I fill in each square, and then it's in a little square format. Very nice. My, my Very notebook. nice.
Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I fully automated my my mood tracker to be a Google's sheet, which is the nerdiest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's fully automated mood tracking. <laughs> Hey, you know, I I spend all my time fucking like looking for different ways to track my world building. Mm-hmm. I found a program the other day; it looks pretty cool. Uh, so you know, teach your own. Um, uh, what what uh, uh, the, um, uh, what's the process like? So there's there's like so there's five sections. It's, it's just it's like, it's just it's. I'm just curious. Yeah, there's, so there's I've got. Um, like mm-hmm. each day is just a little cube. So it's like March and then you have the columns one through 30 or whatever. Uh, and then it's just April so on and so forth. Um, and at the end of the day, you get your pencil crayons and uh, you put in a little color in that mm-hmm. cube to signify how you felt for that day. And I have mm-hmm. uh, yellow for cheery, green for productive, orange for ups and downs, red for angry and frustrated, and then blue for the morbs. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's um, the term. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah wow and, and it. so far it's been helping huh or it's been it's been yeah uh, it has been helping uh-huh. for sure and things have been kind of a bit uh, raw emotionally I, I think uh, you know I went to the doctor the other day and they're like well it doesn't sound like you have depression but it does sound oh, like God. you probably have like GAD or something like that or just Aww. some some such going on so you probably should address it in some way. And they're like, are you seeing counseling? And I'm like, <laughs> wow. What? No, sorry. I, I just, I just like the idea of um, <laughs> doctors being this blaze blase about stuff. Just being like, eh, you should probably do something. Well, about I mean, it. Uh, I don't know if you feel like it. <laughs> I mean, again, like I wasn't like, he, he was uh, just double checking. Uh, he was making sure like, he's you know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. he, um, I'm just kidding. He was like, because mm-hmm. well, I've already signed up for like a counseling right, service right. in Prince George, but there's a wait list, so I'm just waiting for that and yada yada. He's like, well, we don't want to like step on any toes there, and it doesn't sound like you're like crazy needs, but just like you know, do something for it. And I'm like, all right, well, this mood tracker probably will help uh, at least quant at least quantify the qualitative experience of my life, and that's exactly what we love doing here at Real Human Bigs, quantifying the qualitative. I mean, um, yeah, kind of, actually. Or I'm doing that with my own life as well. So. Uh, oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, don't look at... Don't look at list, yeah, don't look at listener numbers or up- upload averages. So, you know, just don't do that. No, I'm just kidding. I, it's, it's, not, I, I, don't, I don't actually uh, freak out about anything like that. My pick of the week is... Uh, a simple little thing that I call thrifting. I've been uh, moving slowly but surely into a new apartment oh. um, and uh, just had a lot of fun going to mm-hmm. thrift stores and uh, looking at weird stuff. Um, nice. I'm trying to think of the thing that really activated me to this, and I can't really think of it off the top of my head, but I, I will say that one of the... Most satisfying experiences I've had in a while has been moving a nice, pretty like a like a big kind of lazy boy type faux leather type couch. It's got like you know you you, you can you can lean back. It's got that lazy boy thing to it. Um, it's huge. Um, it's comfortable. It's nice to sit in. Uh, and it was an odyssey getting it from all the way from Webster back to the the apartment in terms of like. My friend had to borrow his his dad's his dad's truck because none of our cars that we had uh, would fit it. Um, 
and it didn't even necessarily mm-hmm. fit fully on the truck. Then we like, you know, wrapped it in tarp and tied it down. And both of us are not necessarily the most outdoorsy or competent people in terms of that way. And we were both saying like, man, mm-hmm. I wish I had listened to my dad. About, <laughs> like, oh, this is how you tie a knot well. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, and then. You had a perfect chance to go to your father and be like, father, I need help with this. I wanted to prove I could do it without him. Yeah. And and we, we had to get it on the truck, drive it over, get it off the truck, get it untied, uh, get it up the stairs, get it up the, you know, all this stuff, this huge thing. And it's just a mark of triumph in terms of like looking at it in the living room being like, I conquered this man versus couch, you know, the, the, of, of the man versus man, Marin versus nature. There's the classic right, man yeah, yeah, versus of couch. Um, I mean, it, it uh, uh, yeah. experience was that, is that man versus machine or man versus nature? Where does it, where does, is it its own separate I think it's its own, it's its own man versus furniture. Um, which, you know what, brings me to a mind to think of another, uh, uh, fr- an, another, mm. another, uh, memory I had with a, with a dear friend of mine when, uh, we moved the, uh, huge keyboard oh. thingy. Um, <laughs> that was another mark of like triumph where it's like, every time I walk past that, I'm like, we got that through yeah. like, three flights <laughs> of stairs down the, the, the yeah. thing. We... And yeah. And up another flight of yeah. stairs down the street, street. on a roller thing <laughs> or whatever. And, and, and it was just, uh, and it was super heavy too, but it was just a mark of pride that it was like, hell yeah, we did that. We conquered yeah. this. So I, I think, uh, all in all, uh, my ancestors went out and uh, hunted saber-toothed tigers, and you know were long, long distance distance uh, sailors and stuff like yeah. that. And I moved a couch. Yeah, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I'm just as good as them. Uh, that's my stand-up bit, I guess, uh, as I always like to do. Yeah, oh, for sure. yes. Now, I just remembered the thing that I was <laughs> drifting. Um, the other thing that I was happy happy to find um, at, at a place, because, uh, again, it's just like you you never know what you're going to find. Sometimes it's crappy. Sometimes mm. it's, it's great. You know, selection-wise, um, I found a, uh, a bunch of um, – not a bunch of, but a, a recording set uh, with a microphone – it's got an arm on it. It's got a pop screen. Um, it's just really cool, oh. and it's all in there. I'm not sure how well it works. I, I haven't really set it up yet. I'm waiting to oh. actually get stuff in there, but part of me is like, wow, this is a really cool find and a new toy to play around with, so mm-hmm. that's fun for me. And uh, I wouldn't have it without rich people throwing stuff, donating stuff into Goodwill, so thank you. Totally. I guess what I really want to thank is the true heroes of this. Rich people. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, I'm not even that that uh, as the social democrat or whatever like, you know, angry ar- ar- um anarchist or anything, but um uh I I the sarcastic yeah. bit of me thanking them. I don't like those. I don't I just on just on mm-hmm. set or whatever, but anyways. Elon Musk uh you know, people basically. He had, a ch- he had another child, I believe. He did. He did. Not that. Yeah, not that I were supposed to care about wealthy. I mean, whatever. Shit, but uh, uh, we we can. It's fine. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that, that's it. Uh, do you think that they'll ever? 
come a time where we'll have to move the couch again and you'll be able to do you think the zest mm. will will remain you know that that high that we get when we when we um that's a good question yeah move a couch I, will it ever go away or I, I i don't know if you've experienced this but there is a i think they call it nesting there is a like a a certain glee that one can get from uh, filling an empty space with, with new stuff or whatever, going out and, and searching for things like nesting wise, you know, uh, uh, get, get your little branches mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. tree twigs and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think that part is always eternal. Um Will I enjoy moving couch? Yeah, it's interesting that that Maybe. I think humans are just like naturally inclined to collect mm. stuff, or we just like to collect stuff. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean George Carlin, right? And he says something about, "Oh, you got a place for what all your stuff or whatever." Um, yeah, classic George Carlin. Gotta put the place for the stuff. Right? I don't know. I never actually listened to any of his stuff or uh, little. I, I know he was like seminal for the time, but uh, I feel like. Maybe we've moved past that in terms of like, yeah, uh, stand up and stuff. It's kind of whatever, to be honest. Uh, I can respect the past and still not care to listen to any of it. <laughs> That's my life. I respect you, <laughs> but I don't want to listen to you, uh, old people. Out of my way, Get Grandma. <laughs> I mean, it's me. It just it's it's from a different time and. It, it's one of those things of like when you watch uh old shit you kind of go like um you know what am i missing you know like uh when somebody says like oh this is like the best thing ever and you watch and you're like uh eh, i don't know mm-hmm. it's weird it's also nice though when that yeah. that expectation gets subverted because normally when you hear somebody say like oh like the x is so good you're like is it <laughs> or is it is it just your uh, uh-huh. memories of it? There's a natural contrarianness that comes in. <laughs> just, sure. Which is gonna be awful if we get to, when we go to Gen Con. We're just gonna be like Yeah. Uh, so judgy. Do you remember I mean Mark and I talk about this all the time. There's two guys in Galaxy Quest who are uh Tim Tim Allen, yeah. He sees them in the bathroom and they're they, they, you know, he's in a stall, so, but they're making fun of yes, all these people. Yes, that's us. And, that's uh, us. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. sometimes where I'm like, ah, shit, that's who I am, aren't <laughs> Deep I? Deep down. Deep down, uh, I am Cinnamon Sins. Yes. Yes. That's the true, that's the true horror, right? You know, you are, yeah. you are that which you, uh, which is exactly uh, what Batman felt in that there. iconic scene with him and Paul Dano. Wow. Bring it full circle. Bring it full circle. Full circle, man. I don't believe in beginnings. Perfect. Well, that died. Yeah, call, call that put, put a thing on that and call it an episode. <laughs>